this, 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 Okay, so this is our friend Richard Lewis. Thank you for your service, bro. Oh, thank you. <coughs> thank you. And our neighbors, Leslie and John. What a hero you are. Thank you oh, for your please. service. Oh, thank sure. you. The real heroes are still there, but I appreciate it. Thank that. you for your service. Thank you. Yeah, Grateful nation. And this is our friend Larry. Hey, hey, nice to meet you. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> he doesn't you know what? what to do. Um, I'm gonna excuse myself. Victor. <laughs> Victor! <laughs> what, what's... You didn't thank him for his service, asshole. They thanked him. <laughs> people thanked him. Why do I have to thank him? Fuck, how hard would it have been? Thank it's him for your obvious. service. Does everybody have to thank him yes. for his service? Now you've ruined everything, Larry. I'm making all this delicious salmon, and the whole night is ruined. Are you sauteing that? Yes. Would you mind broiling mine? <laughs> that a face? Get the fuck out. Leave. <laughs> okay. Thank you for serving Ow! the old <laughs> Thank you for being a very good manager. Thank you for coming over in this brisk weather. Thank you for leaving! That'll get us kicked off pretty early, I think. Whoops. Hopefully they won't pull the, the stream. Uh, I think you, the problem is you have like 30 seconds and then you got to talk about it in order to use it legally. So we did it for a minute. Fuck. <laughs> that was... Uh, what's his name again? I can't believe I can't think of it. I can't think of anything tonight. That's uh, La not Larry. Larry, Larry David. David. Yeah, Larry yeah, David, Larry yeah. David. And that was uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I discovered that. I know a lot of people have been watching it for years, but I, I just started watching it, I think, during the pandemic, like early on when there was not a lot to do because we were still a little uh, concerned. And uh, yeah, I watched like <laughs> every season of that. I'm like, it's brilliant. It's I'm not a big fan of... Um, uh, this will piss off a lot of people. I'm not a big fan of... Jerry Seinfeld. I didn't like the Seinfeld actually, show. I actually did not like Jerry Seinfeld at all. Yeah. Like at all. It's not, it, it's, I don't know. I was just never a big fan of it. And then I see this guy and I'm like, oh, he's the funny one. And you can see his jokes and Jerry Seinfeld. You, like you can see if you watch the show who wrote what. And uh, yeah, like I love Larry David. Anyways, Jeremy, thank you for your service. Kevin, thank you for your service. Oh, thank you, Jeremy. That's that's amazing. Uh, Matt, don't call him Matt. Matthew, not Matt <laughs> Reeves. Thank you for your service. Uh, okay, thanks cool. for your podcast. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, the reason why I put that up is because Monday we met up with a bunch of irreverent warriors over at the uh, Capitol, the Raleigh Capitol. Excuse me. North Carolina Capitol in Raleigh. And they had a, a, a big event. And it was really nice. I, I streamed it. I thought it was really nice. But it, I forgot I was wearing my, my flight jacket, which I hadn't pulled out since world war ii and uh people kept coming up and they're like thank you for your service and i'm like <laughs> this look at everyone this show yeah, has pulled out since world war ii this show this show has actually helped me with that i used to get so pissed when people said thank you for your service uh they, i did and then i would ask people as yeah. i brought them on the show i'm like what do you think about that statement and they actually they changed my feeling about it i think it was um stephanie silky's stephanie parker uh, if you actually, I, and cause I can't use my memory tonight for whatever reason, uh, whatever episode she was on, it was like early, like episode 10 or something like that. Right. Listen to her episode. She had some really good insight to that and, um, helped me out a lot. So now, now I don't know. What do you say? What do you say when someone says that? My favorite uh, one was best job I ever had. Yeah. I like that one. Yep. I stole it. That's a good one. Um, no, I mean, normally I go, um, just thank you for your support. Um, that's about as basic as you get. I mean, that's kind of a thank you as well. It's like you didn't, I mean, 
They didn't have to go out of their way. Yeah, but we also, it's one of, I, after I got past that assholeness, assholeness. I think everyone gets that way a little bit. uh, I did the whole, uh, like, you know, thank you for your support as a, if it wasn't for their support, we pretty much wouldn't have a job because then we didn't know who the fuck we're fighting for. So I I stare him in the eye and I'm like, you better fucking thank me. The shit I saw. (laughs) Now I don't know what I, I get all awkward. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, it was awesome. We had fun. Lots of fun with taxpayers' money. Anyways, welcome everyone to the 21 Gun Podcast. If you're tuning in for the 21 Gun Podcast, that's what this is. is. This is is. I'm your host, Kevin Sullivan. With us tonight, as always, is Jeremy Walton on the cameras. And we have a special in-guest studio, Matthew. Don't call him Matt Reeves. He is the coordinator for the Wilmington Silkies hike, and we're going to have him up in just a minute uh, to discuss all the ins and outs of that hike. It's going to be a cool hike, I think. You know what? Fuck it. Let's get right into it. Um, we have a great show, of course, as always. We have a great show tonight. We don't have a shitty show. Yeah, I was watching Dan Eric's uh, Grunt Style, his show. Yes. I don't know what it's called. Fr- Full Gruntle? Full Gruntle. <laughs> uh, I just, I mean, come on. And uh, he says his is the shittiest show on the internet. That's self-deprecating deprecating humor uh, to open it up. And I don't smell what you're stepping in there, Dan. We are the best show on the internet, which means you are you are the whatever. I don't want to start fights. Okay, let's bring up our, our beautiful in-house guest. What do you think? So we've had, you are one, two, three, fourth in-studio guest. How do you like it? Is it is it kind of cool to be in here? And You've definitely grown since last year. Yeah. Last, I, was, I was here last year. Um, you were? When we did the 12-miler. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, you didn't come up to the we, studio. We were supposed to do it, but I ended up having to go to work and had things come up. So I, had I do remember that. I do remember but that. You've definitely grown. Yeah. Just it's, basically, all we did is just bought shit and figured out how to use yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much. To plug that in and do all that stuff. Cool. So tell us about your service. Uh, oh, wait, you know what? We should talk about the hikes first. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. We'll do the hikes in a minute. Well, should we do the hikes? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go hike first and then we'll go into service. We'll do the hikes. Okay, so we'll do... <laughs> We'll do Matt in a second here. June 12th is Wilmington, North Carolina. Wish we had that guy in a talk about his hike. June 12th, Colorado Springs. June 12th, Galveston, Texas. That's right near Houston. Hmm. hmm. Just kidding. I'm pretending that it's still a secret that I'm probably going to move to Houston. June 27th, Puerto Rico. We have Mario Sima on the show tonight. He's going to talk about that. Uh, July 3rd, Lincoln, Nebraska. I shit you not. I spent 4th of July 2010 in Lincoln, Nebraska. I was riding my bike through. Fucking. <laughs> I'm not this kidding. Is this is my last you, time I finally quit. Dude, I, the funny thing is, I'm not kidding. I literally was riding my bike through Lincoln, Nebraska, and my wife flew out to see me. And the next day, I crashed my bike. I crashed my bike, and I was in the emergency room because I thought I broke my wrist, and a combine. At, this is how beautiful Nebraska is. we got to bring the, uh, the people on. Uh, a farmer riding a combine stopped and came over and checked if I was all, all right. It was funny. It kind of sounds like your 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 time in Nebraska is very um, detrimental to your health. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, it was just that one little accident. Other than that, right. it was a great place. Lincoln, Nebraska is a great place. Uh, our sponsors were State Farm, and I think they have a... <laughs> this is freaking... This is gripping stuff. People are like, I want to tune in and hear Kevin talk about State Farm. Anyways, Ju- July 3rd, Lincoln, Nebraska, and then July 4th, right nearby, I think, um, Hopedale, Illinois. Is this our first... Uh, 4th of July one? Yes. Yeah. That's really cool. Be. What day does that fall? It's, it's a Sunday, right? It's a Sunday, yeah. Yeah, that's the worst. I hate it when the 4th... Fourth. fourth needs to fall like on a Thursday, and then your boss gives you the Friday off. Oh, get the full weekend, yeah. Typically. That's the best time to have it, so... All right, we got that out of the way. Now let's bring in Matt Reeves, like he's not already here. Uh, another Marine in studio. Uh, Jeremy is actually the Army representative tonight. Um, he's not happy about it, but you'll see. We've got every branch represented tonight, so... Uh, if, if Jeremy was being a Marine tonight, uh, we would, we would be missing army. So you have to do that. Um, see, that's the thing. Once a Marine, always a Marine. So I'm always being a Marine. Well, that's true. But what do you guys, I mean, what do you call your soldier, right? But do you even consider yourself no, a soldier? Marines are not soldiers. No, 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 Marines no, 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 no. I'm talking about when you were in, in the army. Do you consider yourself a soldier? No, no I consider myself a Marine and no, <laughs> it's a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a wolf in sheep's clothing. I mean, in general, in general, <laughs> you, you were that guy too. They'd be like, Hey, in the Marine Corps, in the Corps, we did it this way. So, so surprisingly when I did switch, I actually didn't really mention it really at all. Oh, really? It's everybody else that would bring it up because they found, they would find out that I'm prior service. Because you were such a boot. Yeah, I was. Like, I was like, you know, I got E5. So they're like, well, here's an NCO. And well, they're like, well, what branch were you in? 
back in the core. Well, I can't say other anything else other than core because I was in a fucking core. What's her name that from the Combat Divas podcast? Uh, Got you, I'm bad with memories. You do with TBI to remember a name. He can't talk. We're gonna, to we're gonna get that fixed. Don't worry. Um, Combat Divas <laughs> podcast. Check them out. Just put in Combat Divas podcast. But they came on, and the girl, the the one of the women who are on that show. Her running joke was when she was in the army, she'd be like, back in the Corps, and everyone thought she was a Marine, <laughs> a previous Marine. I'm like, that's funny. I like this. We keep talking over Matt. Let's bring, let's, let's, let's focus on Matt right now. Were you in 0311? 41 mortars. 0341. You're, yeah. you're a first, first mortar man on here. Um, tell us about that. Like what did, did, I mean, you finished basic and they're like, all right, you don't look like you can shoot anything. So we'll just give you this oh. tube, this piss tube to carry around. No, actually it was, a. Uh, I scored too well on, uh, the ASVAB and. Oh, that's right. You got to do math and stuff with mortars. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, we're not going to waste you with a rifle. We need to get you on mortars. I was like, I really don't want to play spades for five years. Oh. An- answer me this. Uh, cause I've seen lots of, um, movies with mortars in them. Uh, this is why I'm a veteran of World War II because I've seen like 20 World War II movies and I think by now I should consider myself a veteran. Anyways, in, they're always doing, or not always, but in some orders they're going like this. What are they looking at? Is it, a, is it something that tells you what angle? Because I know it's not a, a scope or anything. So we have measuring sticks that we'll post out in front of the guns and then okay. there's a site that helps you align those two posts and there's a FDC behind us that What's that? Uh, fire direction control. Okay. Or center. That Make sure you talk really close to that. They, they yeah. identify where the target is, and they do all these numbers and math to tell us how to move our guns mm-hmm. uh, based off of where those sighting sticks are, the, the measuring sticks. And then once we're aligned on there, we can shoot the mortar, and then it's supposed to hit somewhere close to where the target is. Okay. This is similar, I would assume, but again, I flew airplanes. I don't know anything about ground forces. You... Is it similar to artillery? You guys running like the... It's it's exactly like artillery, just on a much smaller caliber. Right. Um, And then I've seen videos where people are literally holding holding the tube and they're just moving it like this. So that's a a 60 millimeter mortar and that you can have a handheld or hand fire. And I I don't imagine that's precise. (laughs) Do they have like Um, a plumb bob on it where they can tell how... Yeah. Okay. There's one at the bottom right where the handle is so you can see about how far the distance is um, to gauge it. Okay. So yeah. Plum Bob. I pulled out that. It's the first time I've said that in 20 years. Little known fact, my dad was a um, carpenter, and I grew up as a carpenter's apprentice for So was his name years my God and you're Jesus? That's right. Mm. That's right. Irish Jesus. <laughs> Irish Jesus. Uh, Matt told me a great story once. We were out on, what time? Do you want, are we sticking to like we're a really close eight, time? We're 813. We're still good. All right. Uh, Matt told me a great story when we were on uh, our 12-mile ruck. Matt and I earn this together. That's our, that's uh, uh and if you are interested in this, this is a 12 mile, mile ruck with, um, go ruck. I interviewed the CEO of go ruck. His name is Jason McCarthy episode something. I don't know. Just go, go to 21 gun.net. If you're interested in learning about that. Anyways, he told me a story about how he got abandoned in Africa. I freaking love that story. Uh, can you share this uh, with, with the audience of the irreverent warriors? Not legally. You can't legally. Oh no. wait, is it was it like that bad? Like no. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, you're but, out. You're out. Fuck it. What are we gonna do? <laughs> so no, we were done in Djibouti. Uh, yeah, I bet you were. Yeah, I spent time in Djibouti. Time. Air Force goes down there. You probably saw us. I never rode my bike. <laughs> um, so we were. They had LCACs taking us back to the ship. Mm-hmm. They took all of our gear, all of our weapons. They took all the other pogues, everyone else. They left our platoon on the ship and they're like, or on the beach, and they're like, we're coming right back. And then there was a chow call once they got to the ship. So all the sailors went to chow call and then they got word that a tropical storm was rolling in. And so they, they paused all movements and they left us and we were on the beach for, I think like 48 hours with nothing. I was completely leathered. I was so, uh, so sunburned. Didn't you guys end up having a, kill a goat or some shit? And (laughs) is this, and now we, we, we had a, there was a, like a, because you didn't have anybody. I was just coming through with his uh, whole herd of goats, and we told him we could either kill all of them or just one. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> and asshole. We gave him a souvenir of a, one of somebody's skivvy shirt. So okay, <laughs> I do. Trade. I do remember in Africa, uh, one of the most valuable forms of currency was white socks. You could go downtown in Mombasa. This was in Djibouti, dude. I don't know. Now I'm, I feel like I'm talking about World War II. It's been so long ago. I'm just got, I got one question. I'm going to interrupt you. Did yeah. you bless the rains? Yeah, down in Africa. Mm. I love that song. Did you, did you hear the one that um, Weird Al does with um, uh, Weezer? 
Africa. Yes. Good version. Yeah, I think it's better than the old version, it's which good. is a little, I think that's bad to say, but so you're abandoned in Africa. You're eating a goat. Um, I'm picturing Naked and Afraid. If you're interested in Naked and Afraid, we're going to have EJ from Naked and Afraid on in two or three weeks. Good I don't plug. know, the 27th. Uh, but yeah, so, and then what, what happened? They just eventually were like, oh shit. Did you have like an NCO? Did you have? Oh, we had, we had a staff sergeant. Um, our platoon commander was at Camp Levinier, uh enjoying all the free drinks because he had all of our uh, alcohol cards. Oh man. And uh, somebody showed up with a, uh, a bus and was like, hey, uh, you guys missed roll call. We're like, yeah. Yeah, you think? So uh, he's like, let's go back to the, the camp. So he takes us back to the camp. And our platoon commander said, yeah, there's no room for you guys. You guys need to bounce. We're like, we've been on a beach That's right. for days. That's right. And he's like, well, you need to get back on the ship. And we're like, okay, give us transportation to the ship. And uh, they moved us over to uh, uh, air, airport. Uh-huh. Or, uh, and uh, we hopped on a plane to, uh, I want to say Oman. And then we... Jordan, yeah. Yeah. So... The, there's a story about a guy who was stuck in Iraq. Are you guys familiar with this? For like... I'm going to make this part up, but let's say two years. Like he was the end of his road and somehow he was like a reservist and another reserve unit came in and he got transferred and he couldn't get out. And and maybe it was three years. I don't, it was a long time. He was stuck in Iraq. Uh, Now I got to look that up. That sounds miserable. Doesn't it sound awful? He just, he was like, he couldn't get out. He's like, Hey guys, time to go home. No, they almost left me in. Balad because I had an ear infection and they were afraid if I flew it would blow up blow out I'm like no I don't give a shit I give feel fine the, guys give me the hell good. out of here uh what else do we got oh when did you first hear about irreverent warriors uh I want to say 2017 okay um, so not that well Jesus that was four years ago now Feels I, like it's not I didn't ago. get to start until 19 though um okay I had something come up on 17 18 my grandfather passed away a week before the hike I had my tickets and everything but I missed it of course um but yeah, I, I've been with IW since 19. Okay. And when did you become a coordinator? 20. Uh, and when did you start character acting? <laughs> we got all sorts of things. So if people, do you know what? Oh, we don't have anything. Oh, maybe, no. maybe on his Facebook. We need to pick up a picture of him Instagram. dressed as a cop or like a. It's on Instagram. Instagram. Can you pull up his Instagram and I'll talk sure to him while can. you're doing that. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, you got into what you were just like looking at yourself in the mirror. And you're like, I'm pretty. I should be on TV. Not even close. <laughs> no. Um, Jacksonville. They were shooting uh, one of Nicholas Parks' movies, uh, The Longest Ride, with um, Clint Eastwood's son, Scotty. Oh, it was yeah. a bull, bull riding thing, and then it was in Jacksonville at one of our rodeos. And so they were looking for extras, said $100 to come hang out and watch PBR guys ride bulls. Cool. So I signed up. Nicholas, Nicholas Sparks. You were in a Nicholas Sparks movie. Two Not the notebook. You were in two? two. What was the other one? Uh, the Choice. Um, See, I, I got to meet Clark Kent on that one. Did you really? Yeah. Uh, the um, the Asian one, right? No, <laughs> I can't remember his name. No, Superman. Yeah, Superman. There was an Asian, Asian Superman. I don't know anything about that. He was a football player. Uh, come on, guys, help me out. Asian dude, <laughs> Superman, Lois, Lois and Clark. It was a TV show back in the nineties. Nope. Really? Nothing. He's all over. He's like on Fox News and stuff. Kane? Dean Kane. Dean Kane. Yeah, yeah. He's not he's Asian. Not Asian. He's Asian. 100%. No, he's, no, he's fucking he's Hispanic. He's not just really tame. No, I want to say he's he Pacific is, Islander. I'm about to look at it right now. I think he's Pacific Islander. Okay. Well, now that I've been outed as a racist, we will move on. American uh, actor. American actor. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, but I'm an American and I'm half Sicilian. He's and half super Irish. tan. He is nothing Asian. He's born Dude, in Clement, I swear Mich- to God. Mount Clemens, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. And to, it's going to say what his <laughs> Holy parents are. Holy crap, were. one quarter Japanese. He is one quarter Japanese. What do you know? Hold on. Move that camera over here for a second. Sully smart. I, I, no, Sully I'm going gonna, gonna to leave that off. As, there we go. <laughs> I listen, guys. I, I'm a doctor, ish, ish. <laughs> oh, hold on, Welsh, Irish, and French Canadian, most broad. But he's Japanese. No, that quarter. is close. Less than a quarter. He's less than a quarter. Well, I'm I'm half Sicilian, and I think that that the, the uh, North Africans invaded Sicily, so I'm probably less than a quarter North African. He's more- <laughs> Everybody in the chat, he's not Asian. <laughs> he's totally Asian. He's There's Asian. nothing wrong with being Asian. He's totally, he's totally Asian. He's got better percentage than uh, Elizabeth Warren. That's oh. right. Oh, we don't get political. Damn you, get him out of here. But you're right. Let's go pull him down. Uh, let's go through my notes here. Wilmington. We Wilmington was the biggest hike last acting. year. We were going for that, and I pulled him Oh, yeah, shit. Here. Sorry. So, yeah, no, you got good. into acting and all that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, you do you know, that was great. Uh, Wilmington was the biggest hike last year for Reverend Warriors. Is uh, that right? We had over 300 show up. Awesome. Uh, in, in June. 
in the middle of COVID. So we were the very first hike to try and establish what the COVID protocols would be on hikes. Um, Mama, That's right. That's Mama right. Cindy had a lot and definitely, I, I actually enjoyed having the groups because we were a lot more intimate, um, getting to know your smaller groups. That's yeah. Pretty cool. Well, that's cool. Uh, this year, no, no, uh, uh, restrictions, right? We're out. Nothing. Ah, it's open. It. Dude, dude, I walk around. I'm like COVID. So last year, like there's people that are still right now living in COVID. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. <laughs> they are yeah. still 100%. This is 2020 for them. And I'm, I'm, it's done. I'm done with it. There's no COVID for me. That's, that's my uh, opinion. That is not the official opinion of the Reverend Warriors. Uh, your hike is going to be packed full of celebs. We have, uh, well, you, why don't you tell us which celebrities are you going to have there? These are IW celebrities. Uh, Brad Pitt. And- unofficially myself, uh, Jeremy Walton's showing up. I think Kevin Sullivan's coming. He hasn't registered still. Yeah. Uh, we do have Dan Eric from Gruntstyle, uh, Ron Ripley, Elliot McKenzie. Uh, oh, cool. TMR, is he going to make it? No. I always forget to say uh, our intro song was was TMR. Raymond, Sorry, Ray. Uh, they're doing a tour, I want to say in Kentucky or Tennessee. So Ninja Punch we Records. Ran. Check them out. Uh, a lot of a lot of veterans on that label. Um, he's doing good work with them. Uh, yeah, we're going to be down there. Uh, 21 Gun is going to be doing a live broadcast from, you said the bar, I wrote it down, Ocean Grill and Tiki Bar. Uh, so what's going to happen is Jeremy's going to walk around and he's going to talk with some hikers. Ron's going to walk around, talk with some hikers. Hopefully Dan, I, I haven't talked to him yet about it. Maybe I have, I don't know. Uh, he's going to walk around and talk, uh, with some hikers and you're going to come in. We're going to have, we're going to set up like a college game day. Everyone in their silkies in the background, no butts. I don't want to see any wedgies. This is a family show. <laughs> Matt will pick them. Yes. That with Matt. his teeth. Um, and your meet and greet, where's that? Uh, meet and greet is lazy pirate on Friday, uh, from seven to close. They hosted us last year for the meet and greet and the post party. It was a lot of fun, and they welcomed us back again. It sounds like one of those perverted sex maneuvers that people tell you about, the lazy pirate, isn't it? (laughs) It totally sounds like it. But you know what's funny? Everything does, if you think about it. Hi, Mom. You're like, (laughs) you're like, like today. What's your mom's name? Uh, No. (laughs) Because <laughs> she might be in the chat chatting right now. Uh, I've already seen her come up, yeah. Oh, okay. oh boy. it's He has kids. The guy knows what that's all about last time I checked. <laughs> I guess we have to keep moving because uh, we got some people in the green room. I see Mike Sensi just rolling his eyes. Yep. We've got Mario Mario's Sima. like, what the hell did I sign up for? I know. Let's bring on the chief. That's what we do. We're just going to call him chief. He's our first chief we had on here. What's the, um, what's the guy on Halo? Master chief. Master chief. Yeah, Master right. Chief. So you still have a few more. You still have a few more more boot. (laughs) Uh, So I guess let's talk about, I think the funniest thing first off, right? So Mario's down in in Puerto Rico. He's the Puerto Rican hike representative. And uh, a while ago, it was like January, we're texting with people from uh, the Hawaiian hike and and Puerto Rico. We're like, we got to get you guys on early because we want to uh, give people time if they want to go to get get tickets and all that stuff. And I see I see Mario, and I'm like, "Hola, Mario, cómo está?" And I start talking, and he's like, Dude, "What are you saying? Yeah, I don't speak I don't Spanish?" What are you saying? <laughs> so Mario from Puerto Rico does not speak Spanish. Dick. For the no, record, no well, you, you would assume. Where are you from? I'm actually from Portland, Oregon. Oh yeah. Inside. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like completely the opposite. Completely Absolutely. the opposite. When I, when I talk to people from here, I'm like, I'm on the other side of the globe, so really far away. <laughs> what is what is your name? Is that uh, Italian or is that Italian? Uh, yeah, not Sicilian. Ah, yeah, that's okay because we are our own people down there. Look at me, pasty white guy with the last name Sullivan, and I'm more Sicilian than I'm Irish. <laughs> Probably. My son's a redhead with the name Matteo. <laughs> Matteo Sullivan. Matteo. That's how we, eh, whatever. It's, it's boring stuff. Um, so you are currently active duty and you're 18 years in. Dude, you're almost there. Almost there, sir. Uh, stop calling me, sir. Come on. Come Please on, call son. him, sir. Call him, sir. Call him, sir. Come on, son. Uh, do you ever find yourself as a senior NCO calling anyone's son? Does that old school thing still work? Hey, come here, son. No. Yeah. I, I mean, I try to be, uh, you know, friendly with, uh, um, and you know, cordial with my people, but no, we don't call them son. <laughs> why, why did you choose the coast guard? Um, so when I was a kid, I, I wanted to be a police officer and, um, September 11th happened. And immediately I, I knew that, um, I want to go in the service. Uh, Jeez. and there was, uh, the, the, 
the thing about the Coast Guard is the Coast Guard is one of the only branches that is not um, subject to the Posse Autonomous Act. And so uh, everybody, in, everybody in the Coast Guard um, uh, are, are involved in law enforcement in one way or another. So, I mean, you could be a cook, you could be a, um, a yeoman, you could be a, a storekeeper, you could be, you could be pushing papers and, uh, and cooking. And you could be a boarding officer, boarding team member. So that immediately appealed to me. And a kid that I went to high school with, he uh, he was in the Coast Guard. And he told me all the stories about it. And so when I was looking at different branches, uh, the Coast Guard really appealed to me because my initial plan was to do four years, get out and become a police officer with uh, Portland Portland Police Department in Oregon. Oh. So that was that was my good thing. thing. <laughs> good thing you chose this path. <laughs> you guys pay attention uh, did, to what's going I, on I, in the I did four years. <laughs> And after four years, I was like, I kind of like this. Um, I picked up E5 in a couple years, and um, I was like, well, this is pretty good. So I just kept going and going. And before you know it, you get to 10 years, and you're like, well, uh, you know, I might as well stay in now. So it's it's the best job I've ever had. Yeah, that's a cool uh, – my, my great-grandfather, great-grandfather was a Coast Guardsman. And actually, on the lakes, this is back when they used schooners, I think, and freaking – this is in early uh, – uh, 1918, somewhere around there. Uh, anyways, and then my grandfather was, he went up to New London before it was the Coast Guard Academy or whatever the hell. I think it's not even there anymore. I don't know. I don't quite it is, know. I there. Okay. So he went up there and became an officer during World War II and they put him in the Coast Guard. Then they put him in the Merchant Marines. These are all different tours and they put him in the Navy and he got a discharge from all three uh, branches, which is cool. But yeah, I got a Coast Guard, I guess, um, family background. Uh, that's kind of a cool concept. I never really thought of it. So it's like it's like in the Marines, every Marine a rifleman. So every Coast Guardsman, a law enforcement officer. Uh, yeah, uh, generally um, uh, in the Coast Guard, you're not necessarily going to be boarding, boarding officer, boarding team member. But um, if you're on a, a ship, uh, you're, you're, you're going to be exposed to law enforcement one way or another. And and uh, you can definitely get involved and you can you can become a boarding team member, boarding officer uh, more than likely. So go, going in the Coast Guard, um, if you have a desire to become a police officer and you get out, it's uh, it's an awesome stepping stone. And it's a um, it's a great resume builder. Awesome. Um, when did you get involved with with the Reverend Warriors? So I got involved in the Reverend Warriors back in 2018. Um, I didn't know what IW was. Uh, Doug Capazzi, um, he reached out to me and he said, Hey man, I want you to come out to this hike in Norwich and, you know, come out. It's a bunch of military people. We're going to go hike around. So I honestly didn't know what to expect. I just, as far as what he told me was, it was going to be a bunch of, uh, veterans and active duty reservists, national guard. And so I show up and immediately within moments, the energy, I felt the energy and I knew that this is something I want to be a part of. So the hike was amazing. Um, I got orders the next the next year to San Juan, Puerto Rico, um, came down to San Juan, Puerto Rico. And unfortunately, I literally missed the 2019 hike by like, uh, I think by like a month. I was, uh, we were still living in a hotel because when you get here, it takes like a month for your house of goods and your car to get shipped down. So I was living in a hotel. Uh, I think I FaceTimed with him when he was on the hike. Um, so I get down here and I was hoping that there was some kind of a hike or something down here in Puerto Rico and there wasn't. So immediately I made it my mission to bring this down to Puerto Rico. So uh, uh, conversation started with uh, Doug. And before I knew it, I was um, talking to the president and vice president of the Reverend Warriors. And um, the rest is the rest is history. And we've been uh, working really hard. We've got a great team. Um, and uh, yeah, so our mission was to bring here to Puerto Rico, to bring this amazing organization outside the States. And we're going to be the first hike on u.s territory nice nice so this is the first is the premier hike for puerto rico this is it oh wow that's gonna be cool um what should folks now when i hear puerto rico the first thing i think of is that goddamn hurricane a couple years ago uh are you guys fully is that gone are you guys fully back up and running is everything good um uh, i mean as far as they're they're still working on maria uh maria did was devastating it was the um i believe the the biggest hurricane that's ever happened to Puerto Rico. I, I could be wrong, but I know that uh, the winds sustained were over like 200 miles. So there are still some uh, rebuilding efforts. It's it, it did some serious damage. Uh, knock on wood, while we're uh, here, that it doesn't happen. But uh, but yeah, they're still working on that um, on on some of the the Maria uh, damages that have happened. But um, but for the most part, power, electricity, um, 
your water, all that kind of stuff is, 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 is set forth. Awesome. Well, that's good. How about, um, I know you guys were really, really strict there with, with COVID. Are those kind of relaxing or what's going on in that, that side of things? Correct. Um, the, uh, code restrictions, are uh, they are, are in place still. Um, it is relaxing. Uh, so every month or so the governor is, uh, is, um, is putting out an executive order and it is getting looser and looser. But as of right now, um, if you have a, if you have a vaccination, when you land, you're going to show that to the National Guard people that are working at the airport. You're going to present that card to them. You're going to load it on your declaration form. If you're vaccinated, uh, you don't have to have a negative, negative COVID test. Um, if you don't have a vaccination, you have to have a negative COVID test within 72 hours of landing. If you don't, um, they can fine you up to $300. Um, as far as the hike right now, um, if you're going to hike, you have to have a negative COVID test. Um, like I said, things are changing. So we really, really recommend that you're following our IW um, Puerto Rico Facebook group. We're posting all the information as soon as it comes through. So um, things are uh, developing, but just stay posted. But that's that's the rules right now from the government. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be the biggest hurdle uh, to get over. Um, is making sure everyone has that. Cause I have, I have so many patients that call me and they're like, I'm actually Puerto Rico. They're like, I'm going to Puerto Rico and, uh, I have to have a 20, 72 hour test. And then we're like timing it out. And like, what if I get delayed? Oh man, such a pain in the ass. Cause it can, it can. And, and if you don't get it timed right now, I don't want to talk shit about your, your hike. I'm sure it'll be fine <laughs> by then. Hopefully all this will, but just, I, I guess what I'm saying is if, if you guys are planning on going down to the Puerto Rican hike, get your shit together, figure it out. Don't, don't, you don't want to wind up being stuck in a hotel for 72 hours while you're waiting for a test down there and all that bullshit. So, um, so yeah, but maybe by then, maybe by then, cause Puerto Rico is kind of America and maybe they'll start catching up with our CDC and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> where's your, do, 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 what do you call it? Meet and greet. Thank you. Jeremy's, uh, Jeremy's telling me I'm going over time here. So we're going to go as, <laughs> where's your meet and greet? Uh, meet group's going to be at Bar Cinema. It's also going to be the after party as well. So it's okay. it's right within stepping stepping stones of the of the start um, start and stop. So um, it's going to be an awesome place. It's uh, it's got a great view. But we're doing our meet and greet there and our after party as well. Awesome. So uh, yeah, is there anything else that I haven't covered that you want to just make sure people know before they head down to your your hike? Yeah, just uh, make sure you're uh, following the Facebook group. Um, like I said, a lot of the information goes out. Um, COVID stuff, just make sure uh, you're following the COVID policies, um, uh, all the CDC guidance. So I've got it all outlined on there, but follow it. Um, yeah, don't show up and um, not have the, the COVID policies in place. For example, if you had to have a test, if you don't have a test right now, you can't hike. So, Okay. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. Follow their Facebook page if you're going to go down. Um, yeah, you just want to, you don't want to screw with that. And it sounds like it's going to be a cool hike. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe someday it'll be on my bucket list. I don't, I don't know if I've ever been to Puerto Rico. I might have. You'd, you'd know if you went to Puerto Rico. I mean, dude, I didn't know I was in Egypt. And then a friend sent me a picture of me in front of the freaking, <laughs> I shit you not. We were flying How over do you Egypt. Not How, dude, remember, as a flyer, you could be in one country one day, another country the next, another country the next, another country the next, another country the next, and you just move and move and move, and you're like, you That's just... fair. Yeah, I totally didn't know. I swore someone in, actually. I swore in, uh, I don't know, a, a dude while we were flying over or by the uh, pyramids. I had to, like, wow. the things, those big rock things. The things that the aliens put there. That's yes. right. Speaking of aliens. Uh, but, no, seriously, thanks for coming on. Uh, I hope you have a good hike, and, um, yeah, maybe someday I'll meet you down there. Awesome. We can have some cervezas, right? Oh, that's beer. That's beer. That's that's beer. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Take care. Appreciate it. Awesome. We're not too far behind. No, 35. No, we're, we're working we're slowly. Uh, Matt, I mean, don't call him Matt. Matthew, uh, <laughs> you're never going to live that one down. The uh, He brought something. He brought a little, this is called a book. <laughs> We're going to talk to our, our, Jeremy's an army person tonight, so he'll know what this means. <laughs> but with Matt, this is a book and it's got words in it. No, tell us about this. What is this thing right here? Military slang. Do you know what? Bring Mike Sensi on because I don't want him sitting around anymore. I mean, don't bring him up yet because, I mean, it's all about me at this Damn, moment. Damn, said bring him up, but don't show But I mean, just face. put him in. I, I know, I'm fucking with you. I'm kidding. Because <laughs> we got to bring him on in a second. But uh, uh, Matt, tell us about about this book. Do you want to pass, pass this to him? So sure. Vet TV came out with a military slang dictionary. Uh, they're actually working on the uh, book signing tour 
this month, and I believe next month as well. But they have donated or uh, sent a book to all the hikes, and we will be uh, raffling them off at our hike. And also, uh, one signed copy goes out tonight, too, to nice. a listener. Why didn't we do that at the beginning? We had so many people watching, and then as I started talking, people stopped watching. Just kidding. Uh, so, okay, so if you are watching the show, what should we do? Like, just pick a random comment? Yeah, well, so everybody start what I want everybody to do, and I'll, I'll take care of writing this stuff down, and put your email Mm-mm. in the, no, not in the chat. Yeah. You want to give them 24 hours? Give them, or yeah, let's that. give 24 hours. Send it to 21gun. Email. How about this? How about, dude, this would be so much easier. I'll just pick a random person. Just, all right, you just want to do that? We'll just okay, pick a random because so, we've got a lot of people commenting. So I'll just be like, hold on, real quick. Those of you who have not allowed StreamYard to access your Facebook comments, you need to do that because a lot of you have come up that says random comment, Mario, we don't know who's. Oh, yeah. Missing. See, I see that. Someone wrote it's, random someone comment. Someone says, hey, we're live, but it says Facebook user. You and look at, that's not a name, Ruggy. Rug, shoot, I mean, that's ruggy. something screwed up there. See, pick me. Oh, yeah. Would love, would it, love it. Yeah, you guys got to put your... I can't pick you because I don't know who you are. You have to allow StreamYard to access Facebook. Um, it's in... The, when you click on the stream, it comes up. So do that so we can also pick your name. We'll give you to the end of the stream. Okay. So uh, let's bring on Mike Sensi. 35 minutes late, but that's cool. Hey, hey, hey. better that's late cool. than ever. Headliner of the show, you're in the special spot. Fuck you, man. It's a lot of pressure. I've been sitting here drinking, and uh, it's a lot of pressure. So thank you. He's like, I'm watching Amateur Hour. I can't remember, Mike, if we've ever met in person. I I feel like we must have because I've met Dan a bunch of times mm-hmm. up in Burbiz, but I just I don't know. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, same. Uh, we could have literally made sweet love, and I really would not remember just because the community nope. we're involved in. We meet a lot of people, shake a lot of hands. So I like oh. to say yes, and we had a really great night together. Oh, you would remember? Well, I would say <laughs> it would be based. I'd say it would be based off of the mustache. Well, the whole beard thing, and then he always wears his flight jacket. Yeah, you would be. Yeah, you would say your your under your nose would tickle. That's what you would remember. Okay, all right. So that was you in that holiday. All right, fair enough. You know what's funny? As we as we make these jokes here, I think when I was like, yeah, and I was going through the the things, I'm like, and we're gonna have we're gonna have Mike Sensi on, mouth wateringly gorgeous. (laughs) I want want a signed copy of that. Just made it awkward. He's uh, salivating. That's why we call him salivating Sully. That's right. Yeah. Uh, do you know what's funny though? This is I was telling the guys this before we brought um, or before we started the show. I was like, I, I Google everyone, right? I Google and fucking find all this information about people, and I go on YouTube and I put Mike Sensi and like two or three videos down. It's me and you. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. I'm like, oh, I get <laughs> not not in person though. We were in uh, Jason Piccolo's. That's Jason right. Piccolo's yeah, yeah, yeah. That was right at the start of quarantine, I believe. Yeah, that was. And look, yeah. it. We'll do a little shout out to Jason Piccolo. Check out yeah, the protectors. Yeah, Where is that? Where is that? Oh, he's a back guy. a little further. I can't. Yeah. Anyways, check out the Protectors podcast. Uh, really cool guy. We had him on a bunch of times. Um, he should be at the DC hike. Is he really? Yeah. I'll talk to him. I'll try to get him to Wilmington next week, but he couldn't make it. Nice guy. Nice guy. All right. So. How would you describe yourself, Mike, to someone who doesn't know you, right? Because when, when I Google you or when I try to figure out any sort of information, when I call my people at the CIA, would you call yourself a comedian, a podcaster, a sailor, a social media person? Uh, how would you describe yourself? Uh, yeah, just, I mean, all the above, just a real fucking enigma. No, honestly, uh, I've just been someone who's on active duty Navy. Uh, I've been lucky enough to do the podcast thing and do the comedian thing a little bit on the side. And uh now, since I'm in recruiting duty, I have no free time. So uh, it's just pretty much the social media thing right now. So a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, and I was going to ask that. So I guess, uh, we were, who was I talking to? Oh, it was on Monday when I uh, was hanging out with all Marines, apparently. But there was a Marine recruiter there, and they were telling me how much that job. Now, I know you can't say this, but they were saying how much the job sucks. Uh, why does it suck up so much of your time? Uh, because it's, it's unique. I mean, I can go ahead and say this for you. Uh, the job absolutely sucks. Um, okay. but okay. Uh, no, it's, it's not so much the job itself at its core. The job of recruiting in any branch is very easy, but it's the fact that you have all these roles and responsibilities thrust upon you and then put into the hands of 17 and 18 year olds. I don't know if you've talked to a 17 or 18 year old lately, but they fucking suck. Yeah. Um, they yeah. are not reliable. They think the world revolves around them. They feel like they're owed so much. And so when you're trying to get them into a career in the armed forces where you actually have to work for a paycheck, uh, it's uh, it's very, very daunting task. 
the the older you get the more like a 17 year old to me is a baby that is an yes. infant like yeah. i they start talking and you're like well, don't you might as well be babbling and drooling um <laughs> and do you know what's do you know what's even scary the older you get the older older you get 25 year olds start becoming that way yeah. yeah you're on facebook and they're like saying their their opinions on stuff and you're like shut up you don't have an opinion <laughs> <laughs> back in my day well it is, it is weird though because like uh part you know part of the job is do some of these like high school and junior college visits and stuff and uh you you go to these places where it's all children essentially and you're like that meme of steve buscemi you're like how you doing fellow kids like you have nothing yeah. to talk to them about like you can't relate like you try to make a joke the reference is like before they were born like it's it's fucking terrible gone yep dude that's yeah. you just described me on every irreverent warrior psych <laughs> yeah yeah if you go to one yeah there's so i was talking to it might have been you. It might have been you up in Raleigh. I was no, no. I was talking to my wife, uh, Nick. Nick, that's a big. <laughs> that is a huge difference. I know I'm sexy, but I'm not that. I'm like, come on. Uh, so we uh, we were hanging out. Nick Culpepper was up there. He's going to come on the show. A um, couple weeks. I don't mm, know that when. Mustache. That mustache, right? So yeah. I said to my wife, I'm like, I'm like, only certain people can pull off a mustache, right? If you get to a certain age and you wear a mustache, you become an old guy. Like it's, I had a mustache member for about eight weeks Oh yeah. and I didn't, it, so the then I look at people thing. like I go to the hikes and there's these young guys, you know, these fresh faced dudes with a mustache and I'm like, that's a cool mustache. But the second you get old, suddenly you're Wilford Brimley. Yeah. You automatically get diabetes. Yeah. That's right. Diabetes. That's right. Uh, um, are you still with pop smoke or have you not been, been able to do that? Cause your job. No. Uh, so when I left Virginia, where I was last stationed, that's where me and Dan met. Um, no, I kind of I kind of peeled away from all that. And so I moved down here to Houston, beautiful Houston. We can't wait for you to get here. Yeah, um, we'll be heading down. When, uh, <laughs> when I moved down here, I kind of uh, I did my last show with the podcast and stuff. And uh, from what I know, they're still doing the show. I'm sure it's still doing great. Those guys are good. So, um, yeah, no, I kind of separated that part of my life. And uh, I, I get asked a lot if I want to start my own thing, and uh, unfortunately, recruiting is taking all my time, so uh, not not quite yet. Yeah, that's kind of that might be the one reason I don't end up going to, to Houston is just the time I have to do this because this mm. I'm not a PA. I mean, I am. <laughs> I sign things. People get drugs for me or whatever. Yeah, I almost made myself sound like a drug dealer, didn't I? Yeah. Are, are you are you not a drug dealer? <laughs> technically, I am. Oh, okay. I guess technically, I am. I I professionally deal drugs. <laughs> In the legal sense of the word, um, oh, now I lost my net. See, I started thinking I shouldn't say this because, um, and then I got all confused and dizzy, and now I lost where I am. Uh, active duty. Uh, did, okay, uh, here's another thing. Your career wasn't a typical sailor's career, and and I'm gonna bring it up this way, I guess, because I saw that you were a a, and I'm gonna screw this up, a, a chaplain's mate or a chaplain's assistant or Ooh, something chaplain. like that. I like I like the term chaplain's mate. That just sounds chaplain's like, mate. like his buddy. <laughs> Dirty chaplain's mate. Dude, I, uh, I, I sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just uh, the the term's RP, so religious program specialist, the official. Okay. Government title, yeah. Now I, th this is gonna, there's a can of worms here cause we gotta, we gotta work this out. So I don't, I don't believe this is something that you would be in boot camp or C school, whatever they have and say, Hey, uh, you're going to be this. This is something that, that you, I would assume had to seek out, right? Uh, not at all. Uh, oh really? I, uh, so uh, I like every, uh, kid from the Midwest who wanted to join the military. I went to join the air force, but the recruiters never fucking there. So, um, I just <laughs> wandered, I wandered into the Marine office, but, uh, the Marine, uh, recruiter was very intense, short, short, chubby ball guy, super intense, wasn't feeling it. And then I just kind of strolled into the Navy office and, uh, just chill guys. And, uh, I kind of went open contracts and I was always in decent shape from playing sports and stuff. And I had a good ASVAB and, uh, it was the time of Iraq and Afghanistan. So they needed people to go FMF and that, that ironically they offered me corpsman and RP. And, uh, from what I knew about corpsman, I was like, well, I don't want to be like a nurse. Uh, so, uh, I was like, what's RP. And the guy was literally like, uh, Oh, uh, you'll, you'll be out there which is all he said. And I was like, okay, I'd like to be out there, I suppose. So, um, I just took RP and then I called my recruiter. I was like, I struck RP and he's like, bro, you're going to fucking love it. That's perfect for you. I was like, what is it? He's like, Oh, I really don't know. And which has been, like, <laughs> which has been the epitome for my entire career so far. So it's been this job where it says one thing on paper, but my career has been anything but what an RP is supposed to do. So, 
Now, does, does are you a religious person or did you Not become a religious person? Okay, so Not that's fucked up. Now, and so that was going to be my next question about doing stuff with like, because um, because we all know that that Dan Sharp and most of his stuff is um, yeah. wholesome family stuff. There's no dark yes. humor oh, or, that's swearing or anything like that. Yes. Always very happy. So that was a little bit of a, I assume, a dichotomy of existence being, <laughs> being <laughs> close to clergy. Now, you said yours wasn't a typical career. Why? Were you like um, special operations clergy? <laughs> or so, yeah. So. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> wow. Good guess. Yeah, so I went uh, first. I did my FMF tour with uh, second MLG. And then I decided, uh, like, I love the Marines so much that I want to go back with the infantry. So I went third Marine Division after that. So two Marine Corps platforms, uh, about five deployments. And then uh, I got a call from somebody who was at DevGrew, and they're like, "We actually have RPs here if you can pass screening." So what? I, uh, yeah, so I, I went to the uh, DevGrew screener. I, I passed and I got selected, and so I served there for four years as an RP, as an enabler. Dude, that's that's actually from from like reading it. I'm like, oh man, that that would not be a fun job to have. To this sounds really cool. Now, what what are your duties? So DevGrew for those, that's like SEAL Team Six, right? Isn't that like the next level? Uh, special ops in the Navy. It's it's uh, it's whatever Wikipedia says it is. So. Oh okay. Oh yeah. right. Yeah, I get that. That's I a have, hell of a description. I have friends that yeah. fly white planes out of uh, uh, Pope Airfield. Yeah. And yeah. same thing. I'm like, yeah. so what do you do? And they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm in the Air Force. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't exactly. get anything yeah. from. Um, so like, what's your, what's uh, what's your job as far as uh, like what does that entail? I guess is what I'm asking because I have no freaking clue. I mean, so, are you? I mean, so it's pretty much it's its own little military, really, when you get that high up in kind of the special operations community. Uh, as you know, special operations at any level, tier one, you know, tier two, uh, they don't play well with others, so they kind of form their own little thing. Um, so once you're in that community, like, yes, you're selected because of your skills and your actual job set. But once you're there, like, you're not RP, you know, RP2 Sensei, you're Mike. You're Mike the Enabler. Like, you, whatever the operators need you to do, whatever the other support guys need you to do, like, you get trained up in a bunch of different things that I have no business doing um, and participate in a lot of cool stuff. So you're just, you're, you're not, you're not one of the guys, but you're one of the guys with the guys. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of cool. And, I, and I, I guess I never, I guess I knew, I just never really thought about it. The fact that being in the Navy, you can work A with the Marines and then A, B with the SEALs, mm-hmm. and it's totally not your, your typical career. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in fact, I think I saw a picture now I saw a picture of you. Oh, I have it written here, a Marine question mark. This is before I knew what, what branch you were in and everything. Yeah. I saw a picture with the EGA on your, on your tag. What was that? I mean, on your name patch is yeah. that, that, and that was as, did you end up, be, all right. Did you end up becoming a, um, corpsman? No, no, I was never a corpsman. I was always an RP. Uh, so that's the only other, um, it's the only other rating that really goes with the Marine Corps and actually okay. the Marine Force. Yeah. So, and I know in, in the past you've called me doc and stuff, and that's kind of the ongoing joke because every Marine that sees me, they're like, what's up doc. And I'm not a doc. So, uh, I've got that my whole career. So for a while there, I was like, does Kevin know I'm not actually a doc? <laughs> because I was concerned <laughs> for a hot minute. <laughs> He's chaps. Uh, probably not. Yeah. Chaps. Hey, chappy. Yeah. <laughs> father. Either, so. Forgive me. <laughs> forgive me, father, for I have sinned. Yeah, I grew up yeah. Catholic. That's what <laughs> I think of. Uh, no, we won't go down There's that no path. There's no forgiving you for your sins, sir. <laughs> we won't go down that path. Um, did you... Uh, so it would be funny. I So a lot of these notes, because you were originally supposed to be on like two years ago with, with Dan and I can't remember yeah. who the other guy came on. So I'm like, I was lazy and I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to take these notes from, from that show and pull wow. it over. Yeah. That's the way it is. Uh, were you into like, I, I guess a lot of the questions I had for Dan were about being basically a meme genius. Are you a mm-hmm. meme guy? Do you make memes? Yeah, no, that's kind of what my personal Instagrams become. Like there's some, Pictures of me in uniform, you know, because I'm still single and I need that clout. But uh, like, <laughs> normally, I just I, I just make memes to make people laugh. So uh, that's why I kind of say like my all my comedic prowess is in my uh, social media right now with memes it's, and different stuff. It, it's not easy. Um, I've no. made some memes and. You, you obsess over it because you're like, oh, should yes. I put this picture? Should I write it this? It's like, remember back in the old days when tweets only were, what, 140 characters? Now Barely. it's 280 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And so you like had to get everything perfect. And in a meme, in the comedy world, you have to get your joke out pretty damn clear. And short yeah. and concise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it, and it kind of sucks because I, I like to make it, you know, for all military, like I don't want to make it just strictly Navy or Marine Corps because those are the platforms I'm used to. So I try to make it, you know, as exclusive or not uh, as exclusive as it can. And uh, 
sometimes I'll make something. I'm literally laying in bed, like I'm like three scotches deep and I'm crying laughing because I was like, I've made something so just brilliant. And then I put it out there and people are like, I don't get it. Like, oh, <laughs> cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I even have uh, I'm not sure if I should embarrass myself like this. Let's see if I can. I have a whole folder in my Dropbox that is just memes I work on. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's odd. What do you mean? You haven't seen it? <laughs> it's a thing. It's a problem. The, I thought some of these are. OK, watch. I'm going to share the screen. How do I fucking the share many the things screen? that he has saved in there. OK, here we go. Uh, this is good. Tell me. OK, as a meme person, mm-hmm. as a meme person, tell me if this is good. OK, ready? Share. Share screen. Oh, it's not sharing, Jeremy. OK, and I do this. Yeah. I haven't done this in a while because you've, you've been showing up as you are supposed to. OK, here we go. OK, Oof. ready? <laughs> oh, wait, here it is. Is this funny? An army. <laughs> it's, it's it's like, okay. It's so the joke is there. It's a little too on the nose. You know what I mean? It's teasing. Uh, it's accurate. Hold on. Yeah. No, I mean the joke is there. Like you have a good platform for a joke. Um, okay. But uh, I try to stay away from stock photos, stuff like that, and uh. just. Uh, because usually that just draws people's eyes away because they see stock because they're so used to scrolling through their phone. If they see something that looks vaguely familiar, uh, statistically, they're going to score right past it. Um, ah, so I, I, I like you. to make sure the picture or video I'm using itself is funny and eye-catching and then my little uh, commenter, my meme on top. Uh, the joke is there, though. It's, that's solid. That's not bad. Thank you. I brought I brought that up to – actually, when I was – how do I get out of this now, Jeremy? Which one? Oh, you did it. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. That's what I was doing. Uh, he was probably so annoyed with me. I was, we were up at Burbiz and I saw D- uh, Dan and I'm like, cause I had just talked, talked to him about memes. I'm like, check out my memes, ma'am. And I'm yeah, like yeah, flipping yeah. through and I'm like, what about this one? And he's like, <laughs> he brought a Rolodex of photos. <laughs> <laughs> Old school. I'm like, here, yeah, yeah. like my neighbor, my neighbor's like 110 years old and he will, he still does the, the emails and oh, he prints man. them out and he's like, ah, check out this joke. And it's like 42 pages. He's like, return that. That's the only copy. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> a little behind the curve as far as that goes. A little bit. Yeah. Um, you, you had mentioned uh, being on social media and being single. So I got to bring this up because because during my CIA research of you, uh, you're not an advocate for, but I guess a proponent for the, no, what's the word for it? You're against catfishing. Have you been catfished? Uh, uh, yeah, only every single day of my life. Uh, so pretty much it's to the point now. Um, I think the last article was done. It was by NBC news, uh, interviewed me about it. Oh, nice. uh, Yeah. Yeah. And I think probably three or four times a day, I get a message either on my Instagram and my, uh, requests or my Facebook that says, Hey, I've been scammed by this guy using your picture. And it's always somebody new. And it's, it's always one of like three things too. It's either like, uh, somebody who's like, hey, I've been scammed. Uh, I'm just letting you know. I don't want any further communication. Goodbye forever. Or it's somebody's like, hey, I've been scammed and I want to talk to you about it. Which, if you engage in these people, they're clearly not, you know, mentally there. They think they've had a relationship with me, you know, for months. Um, so you don't really want to engage with these people, but you also feel bad. But then there's the third type of person who's like, you fucking owe me five thousand dollars and those things I sent you. And I'm like, I don't have either of those things. So. Uh, do, I don't know shit, lady. <laughs> damn it! I knew I was wrong. Yeah, do they yeah, have, exactly, yeah. You paid. You paid for his. Did do you do you have any sort of legal recourse? Like if someone comes at you and they're like, "I sent you five thousand dollars," and you're like, "No, um, I didn't." Honestly, can they sue? at this point, uh, I just I either don't respond, or if I do, I just say, "Just Google me." Like you know what I mean? Like it really is. This is a thing. Um, unfortunately, in my life now that uh, it's just known that my pictures are used to catfish. And so, as far as legal recourse, no. I mean, there's nothing they can do. Uh, if somebody was dumb enough to wire somebody, you know, $10,000. Fucking they said deserve they were, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they were stuck in some austere country. They're like, my unit left me. I need a plane ticket home. Like, the stories they have are fucking <laughs> ridiculous. And if you fall for that, you're fucking dumb. You don't deserve $10,000. Wait. I want someone hey, to wait, send put, me $10,000. Put the camera yeah. on. Put the camera on. Uh, don't call him Matt for a second. My unit left us in, <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> in right. Africa. He was pointing to himself, and I thought he was going to be like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, guess what? There's exactly. a um, there's a prince in uh, Zimbabwe that needs some money. Every time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> My unit left us in Africa, and I'm trying to get $10,000 to get home. <laughs> Yeah, Matt, oh, if man. you had just DM'd a, a yeah. fat 50-year-old from Ohio and said I need money, she would have sent it. So. <laughs> we ended up getting bicycles and riding back to base. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, oh, I, yeah, we never I got quit. to the end of that story. I fucking oh, quit. Oh, 
I thought, I, dude, I'm dumb enough that I fell for it. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Did I ever mention, uh, Matt, that I ride? You, Matt. I used to ride bikes quite a bit. Yeah, I actually, uh, I rode across the country back into. <laughs> I'm gonna end this stream right now. <laughs> uh, um, did you ever see that movie? That's the first time I ever heard of that. God, it's probably like a 20 years old. No, there's only like two. Catfish, the catfish movie. Yeah. Yes. With yeah. Ravi, Javi, Javier, Ma Molly. Sure. Manny, Manny, mommy, Jimmy, Joni, whatever. Uh, but that's, I mean, I, I don't know. That would suck. Uh, you yeah. should try just being old like me and no one really fucks with you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> let's flip through some of these. Uh, we're, we're running down on time. So I'm just going to go through as, let's see. Uh, oh, that's our catfish one. Yep. Got that one. Uh, oh, I guess that's a question I have. Uh, I, I don't. I can't imagine in the modern day being someone young, like having to date at this mm. 2021, like think about being 20 or 21 or 22 or, yeah. or 30, even if you're single, the idea that you have like went back, back in my day when I dated, <laughs> fuck, there was no, there was no me on the internet. There was none. No. You just yeah. met someone at the bar and you can make up whatever you <laughs> wanted. Yeah, my wife still first, thinks my wife still thinks I was permission. a seal. <laughs> Back when he did it was burlap sacks. I worry about my children, to be honest with you, because mm. they're they're more and more and more on the internet and we hear stories like like this and and you know and and, and that's just, you know, the tip of the iceberg. I'm all this OnlyFans shit that I'm seeing. Uh, I, I don't think it's charming and, and I'm probably pissing people off, uh, because I know, uh, some of you out there, but, uh, I don't think it's charming. I think it's, 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 you're normalizing selling yourself. Am I digging a hole? Am I digging a hole? Yeah, you are, you I am. are yep. digging a hole. Yes. Shit. <laughs> it's like, do you know what? I, every now and then when you hit 40, people can, people can point to you like, like their grandfather and be like, yeah. he's just, he's don't worry about him. He doesn't yeah. mean it. He doesn't. He's on his OnlyFans tangent again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's better than aliens. Yeah. Okay. I won't get on an OnlyFans still. I think it's, um, so, uh, what, what comes next to you? How much, how much more time do you have as far as recruiting goes? Oh, I just got here. Um, I'm about oh, three months. Okay. I'm about three months. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm Dude, he's like, and, uh, I hate it. So he's, uh, he's talking about it. Like he's been doing it for 25 years and it's three so, months in. So it's funny. I, I mean, I put this on my Instagram story the other day. Um, I, uh, like I said, I was with the Marine Corps, two separate platforms. I've been to combat with them. Uh, I've, you know, went with the Navy SEALs. I've jumped out of planes and I dive, dive in the oceans. I've done all this cool guy stuff. My entire career, my body is completely worn out. Three months into recruiting, I got my first gray hair. There it is. Yeah. You're welcome. It there terrible. it is. It was terrible. How, how old are you? 25. Uh, I just turned 31. Yeah. Bullshit. Oh, okay. 31. That's yeah, wrong I was like mid-20s. He's got to be mid, at least mid-20s. How old are you? You're not that old, right? You're just a young 32. buck. 32? Okay. Yeah. All these fucking young people. I'm you're 60? Like I'm like a vampire. just hang around young oh, people. You're like barely there. over 40. Dude, you're pushing it. Fuck. You're pushing 40. Yeah. And my, <laughs> and my fucking waistline. <laughs> Did you ever see, there's a show called uh, What We Do in the Shadows? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's brilliant. Oh, that was Hilarious. Hilarious. It is. It's, there's a few shows out there. There's another one called Resident Alien. The writers, like, I would... I would give my firstborn child to be a writer at that. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, no, you wouldn't because it's like, anyways, there's a guy on it. He's a vampire and he calls him, he's like a, a an energy vampire. And so when you're watching the show, you're like, what is this guy? Do you ever sit there and someone comes up and starts talking to you and you just feel your life force <laughs> being yes. sucked out? Yes. They're just, they talk and talk and talk. And like, mm, the other day, um, my car uh, had a little vibration in the left uh, rear quarter panel and they just oh, keep yeah. going and you're like, how do oh I get God. out of this? Yeah. How do I get out of this? You're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Well, what? that's a you form. Made a, you made eye contact. That's a form of vamp <laughs> vampirism. That's a vampire in this show. And he basically is just some like boring dude that sucks everyone life, everyone's life's force. <laughs> how the hell did I get onto that? How did we get into that? I... <laughs> Should we hey, it's moving, it's on, yeah. moving on? Moving on. I don't know. I don't run this. I just, <laughs> I just look at my stuff, uh, and I really haven't been drinking. Uh, that's all Pretty we got, man. Soon. I don't. Uh, so, are you gonna do? Are you a lifer? Are you gonna do full twenty? Uh, yeah. By the time I'm done with this, I'll have uh, 14, 15 years. So. I'll, oh wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'll do my last five or six. Uh, go back with the Marines, where I feel at home, and uh, they accept me. So uh, probably just ride the wave there. 
Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, there's something to say about that freaking being, what will you be like 38? Yeah. And 39. Able, 39. And you yeah. got a pension. Mm-hmm. It's like what? 50% of your four highest paid year. Is it 60%? I think it's 60%. Yeah. yeah. Or you could get smashed on the head and then they, then they just hundred percent. They just retire you right on the spot. It's pretty awesome. You, you piss your pants, forget who you are every now and then, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> Don't get too close to microwaves and you're good exactly. to go. Exactly. Well, hold on. Didn't Adam Sandler say like if you oh you're cool if you pee your pants? What movie is that? Billy Madison? <laughs> that's Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. Um yeah, man, that's all we got. That was fun. Uh, enjoy. Hey, uh, there's a hike. When is it? It's June 24. Galveston, right down the Galveston's road from them. Galveston is 12th. Yeah, it's 13th. You don't work weekends, June right? 13th. Uh, is it June 13th? Sometimes, yeah. He's, he's, trying to, he's, he's, he's saying June 13th to make you go to the wrong day. It's the 12th. Oh, <laughs> he's messing with you. It's the 12th. No, this guy there is, is no. Shitty, okay, yeah, man. it is. Yeah, okay. So in in a little over a week, you should make your way down there. I don't know. I don't know anyone down in Galveston. Um, but Mark, yeah. Well, yeah well, it's Galveston. So you meet up with Jerry Neal and all them. They'll be out there. Okay. Uh, Mark Mesker is the lead coordinator. Andrew Pereira is well, out there. I'm, but I'm saying oh, yeah. they'll be there. So good people that I know. Oh. Sweet. It's honorable Texas. people. <laughs> good honorable people. That's all I'm That's looking right. for. That's all I'm looking for. Good. Yeah. Head down to that hike or one of them. I don't know. Yeah, There's yeah. a few hikes in Texas. And I'm going to be there again in November and I'll probably be there... I'll be there again soon. Yeah, there's I don't know. San Antonio on October 2nd, and then uh, Houston on the 30th, Round Rock 23rd. So, I mean, there's a few out there. Yeah, oh. yeah. Good times. They're awesome, all- man. Interesting story. Thanks mm-hmm. for coming on. Finally got to do a deep dive. A and, deep uh, dive, yeah, yeah. And next time I tickle your lower lip Whoa, with my beard, yeah. I'll try to remember it. <laughs> As will I. <laughs> <laughs> we won't As miss he it takes a anymore. big old drink. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, right. man. Appreciate it, man. Guess we gotta. I guess we gotta start wrapping up this shit show. Yeah. Um, Take care, Mike. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Speaking. Speaking of meme, uh, I saw a really dark meme the other day, and it made me laugh. Uh, pull it up. This was. It kind of. This is full circle. And you're fired. We're about to be fired. No, that's not that bad. I'll let you read it, Matt. Bring out your dead. I'm not dead. When someone says thank you for your military service on Memorial Day, oh, that's dark, right? Yeah. But it, I see you're laughing. It's funny, right? It's there is like a line you can cross, but I don't think there is with comedy. I think you can find I, humor in everything. I find there's nothing off the table for me. I don't think there is. Like I don't care how dark, bad it is. People are like, oh my god, how could you joke about that? Well, you've usually finished with the punchline, so. I'm pretty good about it. I don't yeah. care. Nothing is off the table. Now, people are going to be offended by it. Absolutely. You can offend some. I mean, I probably offended half the people listening today. <laughs> probably. Uh, with my old man rant. But um, Jason Patton covered it pretty well. I mean, that's how yeah. we cope with the things that we see. Like, sure. Like, like I don't know. I, I mean, I know a lot of vets even now that, that have a certain level of are things and babies, things like that. You don't joke about everything is on the table. Everything's on the table. <laughs> everything. Do you know what? So... So there's definitely, uh, and it's tricky when you're talking about civilians and active duty, um, because I mean, especially with the reverend warriors, we're, we're trying to bridge a little bit. We have our, our volunteers and stuff and it's like, it's like, like right now, like you were saying, your mom's watching, will she understand this humor? Will she get what we're getting at? She's and it's like, to. are we going to drive <laughs> civilians further from our dark little world or how, how does that work? And she's and, about to tell him he needs more Jesus <laughs> on Sunday. <she's, laughs> There's definitely been a big push, I think, in IW to try and make us more professional and respectful, uh, respectable, respectful. Well, um, to a degree, because so, we yeah. also have our sponsors and yeah. such that yeah. are available. But I get that. I mean, to a degree, we have to keep our reverence, albeit with a little more taste and tact sometimes. But it's it's time and place. This is the kind of time and place where we have to kind of unwind. That's the way we do that. Same with hikes. That's you don't go to a hike expecting people to go, oh gosh darn it, gee Willikers. No hell no. You're gonna hear the worst things on a hike. Yeah, but that's the whole point. Is it's I'm gonna use a word. I'm gonna use a word, and it's gonna be awful. It's gonna blow my mind. It's a safe space. <laughs> but it is. It's a safe space where you can just you can you're you're not gonna get judged, and you're not gonna feel bad about what you're saying. Not that I feel bad normally, but I I definitely watch what I say. I mean, I the first time, I the first time I went to a Reverend Warriors event. There were these um, Q course people. That's the um, special ops course, uh, army dudes. 
and they're sitting around. We were at a bar in Raleigh, and uh, I don't even know if I knew you yet. And these Probably dudes not. are these dudes are sitting around, and they're just de- two years ago. They're debating tranny porn, and like right along that could is that going to get me in trouble? Nope. Okay. Uh, now I know it's in your drive. Like, is it gay? Is it tra- well, because this is I'm not making fun of anyone. The question is: oh, Is it gay? Is it straight? Is it a little bit of both? Can you watch it and enjoy it uh, as a straight? I mean, because there's boobs and okay. <laughs> I'm digging up, but, but in a normal sexual, uh, no. Okay. Do you know what? I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to stop. The modern world doesn't work that way. Anyways, they're debating this. They're debating this. And, uh, my wife was next to me and she's like, Matt's, Matt's shaking his head. He's well, cause he's leadership. Is this really going to get me in trouble? Probably not. No, I'm you leadership too. So I'll stop. Don't. I'll stop talking <laughs> about good. it. Technically I'm leadership. Well, I mean, whoever this Facebook is, I mean, Tranny's best of both worlds. Yeah, there's something missing. One little thing missing. <laughs> Your morals? Uh, but I, I saw a guy on... Oh, no, uh, alcohol, maybe? I saw a guy who said he was straight, and uh, he was marrying a trans woman. Of course he would, Ruggie. And the... the new, oh, gosh, I think it was on MTV. And the, the, the person said, this person has a penis. What do you think about that? He's like... You know, sometimes like you go to McDonald's, you get a Happy Meal. It's going to come with fries. And sometimes you don't eat the fries. I was like, well said, my friend. (laughs) Well said. I don't know what that noise was. Sometimes you go for fries. Sometimes you get (laughs) apples. You never know. He was some weird dude that was just like, I'm like, man, that is that is perfectly said right there. Um, I don't know. Uh, You got anything else? Go to the hike. Lots of celebrities there. Yeah, Um, it's going to be. We'll be bringing back uh, playing cards. Playing cards, good. That's a good thing. So you can meet up uh, with people. Uh, anyone, anyone in the um, in the room? Look at you guys didn't allow. Yeah, you guys didn't allow the thing to say who you are. So Facebook user wrote <laughs> best of both worlds. You do not get a copy of Veteran TV's um, or Waco November twentieth. See all y'all. I, we we have till what a minute or so. Give Streamyard access to your Facebook. Ch- uh, yeah. Comments in the next minute or so and type something in the chat and then we'll choose a, uh, we'll choose one after we sign off. Awesome. And we'll contact you. I don't think I have anything else. Oh, I do have a, a video to go out on. Um, but I don't have anything else. Do you have anything, Jeremy? No. Other than that, make sure you sign up to, for your hike, go to reverendwarriors.com, go to event page. If you don't know where to look, scroll down, search for the hike you want, click on it, sign up on the event, right? So we can have accurate numbers for your current hike coming up. Buy your merchandise ahead of time. Usually sales end about a month prior. Unless you're cool like me, then people bring. Yo. People bring shirts. Ooh, look. What's it say on the back? I got your six. So here's the. uh, Mike's got your six. Are these still for sale? Mike's got your six. They came off on the 30th. Okay, well, that's well, the USS no. North Carolina. Um, I will be selling this no, for No, that was just a battleship. <laughs> oh, that isn't that. Wait, we well, don't want to get sued for a copyright This is anything. just a battleship. <laughs> this is a boat. I know the Navy loves it when we call battleships um, boats. But yeah, so like I was saying, sign up. Please, please, please sign up. Check your Eventbrite, your Eventbrite emails. It gives you all the details of where to be at. Call, text, someone you served with. Right, tell someone you love them because, you, you know. Someday I'll, I'll be able to do that, I think. So he's like, I show feel, no, I show no emotion. I don't, here's the problem. We got to end this and I don't want to end because this is my favorite night of the week. And then once we end, I got to just sit there and walk around and eat marshmallows that Matt Reeves brought me. I won't, I, come on. Uh, that's all I got. Oh, wait, let me pull up the last video. Where's the marshmallows? Oh, wow. Willie. Oh, Willie. <laughs> That's not the last video. Hold on. I'll pull up the last video. So this is the second one like this that we've shown. Um, I got to hit share. Click video it. file. Video file. It's not the miss. I'm it's... not going to bring it up yet because then we're going to show Kevin's uh, deep, deepest, darkest secrets. Okay. So this is, this is, uh, this will just pop right up um, and then we'll end it Everybody right will. after this. But we, we had brought a, a, a video with the, what do you call it? A Vietnam era veteran or no, it was a Vietnam veteran. Uh, who is firing an M60 for the first time in like 50 years. It was pretty awesome. And I didn't realize there's a bunch of these. So check out this one. And then uh, we will see you guys next week. Um, I have no idea who's going to be on the show, but I guarantee you it'll be the best damn show you've Again. ever experienced. All right. Awesome. Get some. Just watch that. This cavalry. <laughs>